I have come here to chew bubblegum and kick ass. And I'm all out of bubblegum. Red alert. All hands stand to battle stations. Luck has foils and attack positions. Prepare for battle! Autobots, roll out! Get ready, it's your weekly dose of nerd culture. All wings report in. With your crew, Obi-John Kenobi. Hello there. Commander Scott. There's nothing amazing about it. I know this ship like the back of my hand. Julian. You tell him I'm coming! And hell's coming with me, you hear? And the Doc. Great Scott! Movies, TV, streaming, video games, comic books, board games, toys, collectibles, cosplay, conventions. If it's happening in the world of geekdom, we're talking about it. So lock and load, bag and board, and roll for initiative. We've got your... Nerd Alert! Hello there, it's Obi-John Kenobi, your favorite host in all of podcasting, and welcome to a brand new Nerd Alert. We are coming to you this week with a recurring segment that we know you love uh, almost as much as we love coming up with it. Today we are going to pay tribute, pay honor to the glory that is Carl frickin' Urban, the bacon of the motion picture business. Because whatever you put Carl Urban in, it becomes better, just like bacon. Before I jump to that, let me introduce the people who are going to be helping me spread that bacony Carl Urban goodness all over a new franchise. First up, ladies and gentlemen, the man who keeps the nerd in the top nerdy teaming network. Welcome to the bridge, Commander Scott. So, uh, I learned something uh, about a month or so ago, uh, maybe a little longer than that, and uh, I've been meaning to, to to bring it up to, to let you know. I don't think I've covered it here, but George Romero, right? I, I, have you all heard of this guy? Yeah. George Sounds A. Romero? Familiar. I'm sorry, say again. George A. Romero? Yeah. Okay. Yeah, sounds familiar. Yeah, apparently he did like a little zombie movie or something. I'm I'm not sure. Yeah, Evil Dead, right? Yeah, there was a there was an issue with the 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 rights and everything and again, <laughs> public record. That's not the nerd fact though. Good, good, because that one just hurts me. Yes, I know it does. It, it is bad. We we and I may bring it up sometime later. But the one that I just learned because I've known that one for a while. But um, so. After he graduated college, of course, he, he was wanting to pursue a career in, you know, film and everything else like that. You know what his first paying gig was out of college? Uh, he bust around Prince of Movies on a bicycle? No. Okay. His first paying gig after getting out of college in the industry, he was a segment producer for Mr. Rogers. Oh, what? Whoa, wait, wow. what? That, that's no horrible horrible actors no 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 i'm seriously really yes he was um uh his uh uh I'm trying to find it here the uh or the ones that he did so yeah um uh some of the his credits on mr rogers neighborhood include how light bulbs are made <laughs> and, and mr rogers gets a tonsillectomy jeez <laughs> uh which i guess one of his one of his favorite jokes was i still joke that mr rogers gets a tonsillectomy is the scariest film i've ever made uh, and, and what he meant by that was he was scared shitless trying to pull it off, like trying to film it and everything uh, and stuff. And even beyond that, 
So once he left Mr. Rogers' neighborhood and went on to do his do his stuff, at every single one of his movie premieres, Mr. Rogers came to see his movies. <laughs> oh man. I just imagine Mr. Rogers coming out of some of those movies and being like, well, that was just wonderful. Uh, apparently, he really liked Dawn of the Dead. <laughs> apparently, That's that it. was one of his favorites of George Romero's. That's crazy. But he always <laughs> went to support his friend uh, in his movies. And I just found that just to be, well, weird. That, yeah. <laughs> It's like, oh, hey, George, what'd you do before they made this zombie movie? Oh, Mr. Rogers segments. Like, what? How do you? Oh, that's a 180 right it's, there. It's not what you know. It's who you know. It's a zombie full day in the neighborhood. A uh, zombie full day. A lot of people, uh, I never met him, but a lot of people apparently who met him at conventions and says stuff said he was always an extremely nice and pleasant man uh, to his fans and everything. And I, I'm sure a lot of it came from his, you know, longstanding friendship with Fred Rogers. That's crazy. They were also big supporters of, uh, obviously, like local TV and stuff. Like Romero always did stuff in or around Pittsburgh to to help promote the, the city's sort of fledgling film community. So they were together in that for a lot of the career but yeah Romero was the 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 time i got to meet him was incredibly nice that's awesome yeah so anyway but once again i, I wish i'd known that in college i would have asked him what mr rogers was like yeah that would have been cool damn it <sighs> well thank you scott for learning us something i try i got learned <laughs> rounding out this crew Ladies and gentlemen, joining us from somewhere in time and space, perhaps via a DeLorean, it's the Doc. There's no place like home. There's no place like home. There's no place like home. Damn it, it didn't work. What color are your shoes? Uh, Sort of an off-red. Nah, you you got to use the silver one. Sorry, bro. You're already home. Oh, shit. Is that why it didn't work? No. <laughs> Uh, that'd have been handy in our college days. <laughs> <laughs> oh shit! Who's that? There's no place like home. There's no place, There's no place like home. <laughs> you can't drive. You're right here. Take my keys. There's no place like home. There's no place like home. This just don't ash it. You know. <laughs> Wait, you why am I back in Minnesota? <laughs> what happened? <laughs> I just wanted to go to my dorm. Klaatu Verata. <laughs> All right, so maybe I didn't say every single little syllable, but I got the gist of it. <laughs> so this yeah. week, boys and girls, we are bringing back one of our recurring segments. We love doing it as much as you love hearing it. We are going to recast a beloved, iconic film to prominently feature uh, our favorite actor of all time, Carl Urban. And this week... We have set our sights on a truly beloved classic film, one of the greatest films ever made, no matter how you slice it, The Wizard of Oz. And as we are three different people, you're going to get probably get three different takes on how to cast The Wizard of Oz. Yeah. Um, and since yeah. it was his idea, I'm going to let Jay, the doc, kick us off. Um, so, for first of all, 
let me let me preface this by saying I took a very different take on the Wizard of Oz. I thought you were gonna say I took a lot of drugs when I made this list. <laughs> that too. There's a <laughs> lot of you guys might think that when I'm done. Um, but okay. So kudos to to my wife Megan. She helped me with this because she was my inspiration for some of this thought. All right. Aww. So like I was talking to her, I told her what my idea was, what I wanted to do. And she's like, okay, we'll break it down to its core. What really is the Wizard of Oz? It's a ragtag group of friends who go on an adventure. Right? Okay. With so, so what I did is I changed the setting. So instead of us being in, you know, Oz, like the magical land, we're actually in L.A., and instead of it being a magical journey of like, you know, discovering yourself, um, it's sort of like, a, I don't want to say buddy cop, but it's definitely an action-esque sort of like training day meets um, the A-team sort of vibe. Okay. Um, so so just, just a quick... Quick plot synopsis, uh, the ragtag group of friends is actually a special drug task force. Um, Oz is no longer a magical place. It's a new drug hitting the streets, uh, and it is sold in yellow bricks. Um, the Wizard of Oz is actually a big drug kingpin drug dealer. Uh, and the Wicked Witch of the West is a uh, an opposing drug dealer to the wizard. So okay. that so they're fighting over control of the uh, of Oz traffic in L.A. Yes. And and what so like the Wizard of Oz is like, you know, the big drug kingpin and um, Glinda is actually Captain Glinda, uh, captain of like the police. And yeah, she, she's the she's she's the detective's captain at the yes. precinct that they're operating out of. Yeah, and so she's sending Officer Dorothy, um, on this mission to go arrest the wizard before the wicked witch kills him. So 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 is Dorothy the rookie? No, this this story has a rookie. Yes, it does. I'll get there. Dorothy's get not there. the rookie. Okay. Dorothy's not the rookie. I will get there, and it will make okay. sense. Okay. Hopefully, it will make sense. All right. So. All right, Jay. So. Yes. Give us your, uh, with that premise in mind. Yes, that premise. Give us your, your first cast. Okay, so my first cast is is Officer Dorothy. So Officer Dorothy is a seasoned veteran, grizzled, um, and is a canine officer. Oh, clever. So, so the canine, you know, canine drug officer. Um, yeah. So Officer Dorothy is Carl Urban. So my main character, Officer Dorothy, is Carl Urban. So he's so right Dorothy there. is the last name. Yes. So Officer Dorothy okay. is the last name of this character. So Carl Urban is canine Officer Dorothy. Okay. And his dog, Toto, is a right. Belgian Malinois. If you're a not Malamar? Familiar, yeah. If you're not familiar with a Belgian Malinois, John, you would know it. It's the dog from John Wick 4. Oh, okay. And um, Scott, if you're not familiar with it, it's like a German Shepherd, just shaved down and a lot more aggressive. Okay. Okay. So if you now, shave the German Shepherd, it becomes the Malamar. Got it. Yes. Okay. 
So um, the <laughs> Belgian Malinois name is Toto, but it's not named Toto because of Wizard of Oz. It's named Toto after the band because it only responds to commands that are lyrics from the song Africa. Can you give us an example, please? <laughs> so it's like it's gonna take you know it's gonna take me a lot to drag you away it's gonna drag me away from you you know the dog attacks. Do you have to sing it? You can't just say it to sing it. Yeah, well, no, you don't have to sing it. Oh, okay. Like, you get what I'm saying? Like it's trained to respond to lyrics from the song Africa, and that's why its name is Toto. Okay, so. that better come back to save somebody's butt in the third act. That's all I'm saying. <laughs> so don't, I don't introduce that set. Then don't introduce that and not pay it off. So I didn't think that far ahead, but you're right. So you better start thinking now. Okay. So anyway, so that's my first one to knock it off in the vein of this film. Canine officer Dorothy is Carl Urban with his canine officer or his canine partner Toto. Okay. So. Well, all right. I am already shook. Uh, <laughs> I'm not sure how I feel about this concept, but I love the canine thing. I'm, 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 I'm intrigued to see where it is going, Jay. Okay. Right. Uh, you were, you were, you were way out in left field and I'm cool with that. Um, I, I had to spice it up. I was like, oh, yeah, no. yeah, I could just recast wizard of Oz, but I want to make it interesting. So, so Jay told us he, he kind of had a, not just casting, but he had sort of a specific pitch in mind for, for his take on wizard of Oz. And that inspired me to do kind of the same thing. I think that makes things easier. If you've got a certain take on the material, it helps you cast for characters given the take you have on. So my take is not as well thought out as Jay's is. Um, but I was looking at Wizard of Oz and and trying to find, okay, what's a new angle? Because the Wizard of Oz has been it's been in public domain so long. There's there's obviously the 1939 version is the most famous version of the story, but there are so many alternate versions of this out there from like the sci-fi channel, Tin Man miniseries to uh, wicked and, and uh, a constant stream of kids cartoons with, with varying budgets. Uh, like the wizard of Oz is just, it's out. There's a plethora of wizard of Oz stories. So I was trying to think, okay, what's what, what could I bring to a wizard of Oz movie? that would make it different and, and stand out. And it's me. And I'm on a horror kick right now. So I am going to pitch you my Wizard of Oz dark fantasy story. Ooh. As produced, maybe in a world I dare not dream of, directed by Guillermo del Toro. I don't know. That might be swinging for the fences. But that's what I had in mind when casting this. So it's a dark fantasy so think in the uh, uh in the vein of pan's labyrinth or legend or dark crystal or i know i'm gonna lose some people at this point but i love these movies uh snow white and the huntsman that sort of it's a well-known sort of kids fairy tale but we're going to make this dark and grim and we're not going to shy away from some of the elements and, and another thing i wanted to do is since 1939 everyone is very 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 familiar with the elements of wizard of oz from that movie more so than they are a lot of the elements in the original novel so i'm going to be referring back to the original novel a lot on my take okay uh, but i'll get to that bridge when i cross it so first up dorothy 
this is a very hard part to cast. And I have two people that I still kind of flip flop back and forth with, but I'm going to go with the uh, uh, Whitney hated both these choices, but I'm going to go with the one she hated the least. Um, Dorothy is supposed to be a 12 year old girl. So I wanted to cast somebody who could play a young girl, not like a 20 something year old who's playing, but somebody who's still maybe a teenager who could play younger. And, and my mind went to this actress because number one, she's amazing. Number two, I think she could pull off this role and it'd be something a little different for her. Um, because in my version, Dorothy's sanity is a bit in question. Is she just insane? Is this all just in her head? Is she sort of demented? Is she seeing the real world the way it really is? Or is she in some kind of weird fantasy? That's what's kind of going on. So we're kind of playing with Dorothy's perception of reality a little bit. Uh, and to do that, I am casting McKenna Grace from Ghostbusters Afterlife. Okay. She's currently 17. I think she can play down a bit. Um, so, and, and again, I'm, uh, she, she's, she's used to being, <laughs> we know her probably best is Phoebe from Ghostbusters Afterlife. She's blonde in real life, but she played a brunette in that. So she can, she can do the brunette thing again. Um, but again, I wanted a young actress, but again, this is a, a meaty role. I need a young actress who can really, uh, 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 deliver. And I think she does. I think she's a fantastic actress. Um, so that's my Dorothy. I like it. That's a good. I don't mind that pick. And so, and yeah, uh, especially if you're going with the dark sort of fantasy. Yeah, and she she is probably the most closest to her book character than anyone. Everyone else has a a there's there's something about their character I'm kind of twisting and taking a little bit of creative liberty with putting kind of a spin on on the original source material but dorothy is the closest to the book she's she's sort of the audience uh pov character she's experiencing it as the audience is experiencing it but there's an added element of un unreliable narrator kind of thing can we really trust what she's seeing or what she's telling us i, I kind of want to play with that uh, but that's my dorothy so there you go. nice i like it thank you Scott, any uh, anything come to mind? Um, I, I don't know. Uh, I, I, so first of all, I mean, you, I don't know. I don't even know where to cast Carl Urban in this. I don't know who I have anywhere um, right now. Um, and everything's just kind of gotten thrown off now that we're adding this 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 whole element of of making you know different forms of the Wizard of Oz, reimagining it in different ways, because okay. now I want it to be sci-fi, and <laughs> do it, do <laughs> it, Scott. Well, because now I want I want it to be sci-fi. I want I want Scarecrow, Tin Man, and Lion to basically be crewing a freighter or something, you know? Okay, okay. Thing I don't know. Um, maybe they're uh, maybe they're transporting some 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 cargo to the wizard. Of course, the witch is 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 trying to hijack the cargo or something. Dorothy gets thrown in there. I don't know exactly Some how. Some kind of fancy fuel crystal that looks like an uh, uh, an emerald or a, a ruby or something. Yeah, I like this. It's, it's off the cuff, and I love it, Scott. Keep yeah. it going. Dorothy, maybe, ooh, maybe Dorothy's like a space hitchhiker type that just needs a lift. Like, Well, I still like the idea of, of Dorothy being from somewhere else and thrown into this, so I kind of want her to be, you know... Um, I don't know. I'm gonna steal from. Uh, I'm gonna steal from Farscape. Like you know, she's an astronaut that pops out of a wormhole in the, into the middle of an attack. Yes. Or something. And that's okay. how she gets on the freighter. You know. Okay. Uh, or something. I don't know. 
um, uh, and, and everything. Uh, Glenda, Glenda is the the computer on the ship. Oh, that's good. Yeah, Glenda, yeah. Glenda is the computer voiced by. Um, well, we'll get to that. We'll get okay, to that. Yeah, I'll, I'll be thinking about that. But yeah, so, so, so you've got you've got enough of a pitch. So who is in your who's your astronaut Dorothy? Who's the astronaut Dorothy? I don't know. Uh, Sigourney Weaver. No. no. <laughs> No, no, I need I need someone a, a a a little younger and a little. Oh, I know who I want. Okay, I know who I want. Uh, I want Karen Gilliam. Ooh. Okay. Yeah. Okay. Yeah, yeah. That's All that, right. That's bald or. No, because I, no, I don't. I don't want her to just rehash Nebula. <laughs> Nebula. Okay. Okay. Yeah, I don't. I don't, don't want to just rehash Nebula. I kind of want. Here's what. Here's what I would want from her. I want. I want Boy, short. I, I want. I want like a short kind of a punk hairdo on her. And, Ooh, and, okay. Oh and, yeah. You know. Uh, and um, uh, uh, I, I want kind of a, a combo of Nebula and Amy Pond. I dig I want, it. I want a combo of that. That's that's what I, I dig want. it. You want Nebula Nebula Pond? Got it. Oh yeah. Pond you bluff. <laughs> Okay. No, I like it, Scott. I, I like yeah. where this is going. Yeah. Let's roll. I, I like the off-the-cuff riffing of it, too. I, I like it. Just throwing it out. Good. It's good. It's fun. All right. Okay. All right, Jay, who's next on your list? Okay, so remember, you know, Drug Task Force, right? You got yes. K-9 yes. Officer Dorothy. Sort of like, you you know, you're going to start with them just doing their routine stuff on the streets, right? Yeah. And then he's going to get called in to the precinct. Okay. Where there's Captain Glinda. Okay. Captain Glinda is the head of this department. And she's like, I need you to find the wizard before the Wicked Witch kills him. We need him. You know, we okay. want like we want to see where this new drug Oz is coming from. Right. Okay. So they need need a high up. OK, so what's your next role? Glinda. OK, so we already touched on it. Scott kind of touched on it. So I think okay. and me and like logically, this would be the next person to meet in my movie. Okay. Like okay. you get introduced to to Carl Urban as the K9 officer, you get Toto, right? Some cool stuff there. Uh so I needed somebody who could like portray leadership, somebody who could, you know, be the captain of a soup like a superior drug force type thing. Okay. Um and shout out to Megan again. She actually picked this. Um and I was like, yes, I'm on board with it. Uh Viola Davis. Viola Davis. Yeah, uh, Amanda Waller in the DCU movies. Ah, So Viola Davis is Captain Glinda. She's the one in charge. Um, And, and, you know, because Oz is sold in yellow bricks. So, you know, canine Dorothy, canine officer Dorothy's like, how do I find the wizard? And she says, follow the yellow brick road. Because, you know what I'm saying? Follow the money, basically. Yes. Jay. What? I don't know if this is the dumbest thing I've ever heard or the most genius thing I've ever heard, but I like that it feels like we're right on that edge. So, so right now, because as soon as you said it's sold in yellow bricks, and I'm like, oh, so I was gonna be like graffiti on the walls, like follow yellow brick road. Like, oh, yeah. do like I again? I don't know. Are, are the are the Munchkins like just the homeless vagrants? Is that what they? The Munchkins. The Munchkins were um, a group of pickpocket children. Oh God! Even better. <laughs> and the uh, the Munchkin King is like a vagrant who keeps them under like 
who like a, sends like them out fish, into, into like the world. This kind of a thing. Y- yes. Yeah, like Lawrence Fishburne in the John Wick movies, kind yes. of. Yes. Yes. The Bowery King. Okay. But okay. They're all children, and the Munchkin God. King is a vagrant that's like in charge of them. Again, I don't know if I love this or I hate it, but I want to keep going. <laughs> okay. Okay. Viola Davis is Captain Glenda. All right. <laughs> all right. If you just like John, if you just let it, like if you just let it go, and like you just don't think about it too much, it you're like okay. No, again, again, I'm not mad. I don't hate it. I just I I don't I don't know what this. Every time you throw an idea out, my initial response is what, and then I let it simmer for a second. I'm like, or is it genius? I don't know, and I like that I don't know. So we're just gonna keep going. I like this feeling. All right. Okay, fair. If I stumbled across your movie, I'm like, what the hell is this? I don't know, but I can't stop watching. Right. I like this. <laughs> uh, okay, so we're jumping to Glinda. Okay. Um, I don't... Ha- hmm. I had a Glinda much further down on my list. So I cast Glinda specifically to cast against another role on this list. Okay. Um, so it'll make more sense as we go, but uh, in, in my world, Glinda is is again. She's Glinda the Good Witch, uh, or specifically the Good Witch of the North, as she's talked about in the, the novel. Um, kind of combining a couple witches from the novel there. Uh, she is at war with the Good Witch of the West, so sort of similar to what Jay is is doing. She does just like in the story, help set Dorothy on the path and follow the Yellow Big Road, and here's how we can get you home and find the wizard. She does set her down that path. But she's not doing it out of altruism. She's doing it to use Dorothy as a pawn in her war against the Wicked Witch of the West. So she's cast directly against type to play opposite with as arch rivals and hated enemies of uh, the Wicked Witch of the West. But my Glinda is played by Kristen Bell. Okay. That's a yes. one. I wanted somebody who, on the surface, would evoke that Glinda the Good Witch dressed in bright pastels and pink, and someone who, as soon as you see them, you instantly think, oh, this person's going to help me. How could they possibly be mean or evil? This person looks so innocent and cheerful, and then at the same tone, on a dime, be able to flip and just show you, like, that's all a facade. I'm evil as hell. I just put on a good show so people think I'm nice, because that's kind of my take. Um, so I wanted, and Kristen Bell can can on a dime just switch like that. So I like it, and, and it'll, hopefully the casting will make a little more sense when we get to the yeah. bigger bitch of the West. But yeah. no, I'm and I'm digging your your take on it, John. Thank you, Scott. Glenda, the ship computer. Yes, Glenda, my ship computer. Uh, so uh, listening to everything. So when it comes to to, to sci-fi movies and and what well, sci-fi properties. Well, space properties, because you can have sci-fi without it being space. But, so, space stuff. You yes. you kind of got two school of aesthetics, right? You've got the bright and cheerful futuristic type stuff, and then you've got the more gritty, lived-in, realistic, right? Yeah, your Star Trek and your Star Wars, yeah. Star Trek, your Star Wars, your, you know, stuff like that. Um, I, I'm, I'm kind of picturing this being a little bit more on the, 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 the gritty, realistic, lived-in feel. Okay. You know, the alien kind of veal. Yes, and since we are, since since I am doing that, and Jay has already thrown the 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 name out yes. there. What yes. about yes? Yeah. What what about uh, Sigourney Weaver as the voice of Glenn's yeah. computer? I am in all day. Yep. Yeah. I, I think that's that's just yeah that's just a, a great. I mean, you can you you can hear her doing that not 
not robotic, you know, computer voice, but just that very emotionless, you know, yes. straightforward delivery of of lines and such. You could yes. even possibly give her if if you had the money and the budget to have her on screen, you could even give it a, a holographic like interface. The only thing, Scott, because it's a sci-fi movie, Glinda has to be some kind of acronym. Yeah, okay, I'll work on that. Uh, okay. Yeah. <laughs> I don't know what G L I N D A is an acronym for, but it's got to be some kind of dumb acronym. Is it, is it acronym. Glinda or Glinda? It's Glinda with Glinda. an I. Yeah. It's Glinda yeah. with an I. Okay. Yeah. Yep. All right. But yeah, no notes. Love it. I was hoping you'd say yes. that. Yes. All right, Jay. We've okay. got our Dorothy. We've got our Good Witch. Who's next? So I, I like a, a, after you said that, John. I'm just waiting for like something for me to say something that's either going to totally pull you in or like you're just going to totally reject it. I don't know. I hope you just keep skirting the line. Okay? Again, I feel like I'm I'm 15 minutes into this movie and I don't know what the hell is going on, but I can't look away. So 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 Scott said there's a rookie, right? Right. There is a rookie. Uh the rookie is my scarecrow. Okay. And they call him Scarecrow. It's a nickname. It's a term of endearment, Scarecrow, because <clears throat> he's a small town cop that just moved to L.A. He's ah. like he's from the Midwest. Uh, you got that nervous fish out of water kind of feel with him. Yes, he's he is not street smart, so he needs a brain because he's not street smart. You know, he's a fish out of water. Because the, the theme, right? You Love know, it. what's the Scarecrow Love one? He wants a brain. So his character arc through the movie is going to be that he's going to get this brain. Like, he's going to get more streetwise. Because he's a rookie. Okay? Uh, so my rookie, Scarecrow, and he's going to have, like, another name, a real name. But they, his nickname is Scarecrow. Because, you know, Podunkville Midwesterner. Uh, it's sort of a boys reunion between Carl Urban and Jack Quaid. So Jack Quaid is my oh, yeah, scare. Yeah. So I would watch them in a buddy cop movie. Yeah, they were like fighting, you know, super powered beings and had to take them down. They were some kind of ragtag group. <laughs> Wait a minute. I knew, I like, like I knew it, show. it was a little on the nose, but I was like looking for like a lanky sort of like he could pull it off thing. And I think he'd be perfect for that. What I'm looking for in my movie for a scarecrow so i don't hate it but if a third person from the boys shows up on this list jay i'm calling shenanigans it that i don't ah, i'm calling shenanigans now <laughs> i heard that long pause no i'm pretty sure there's not yeah there's not okay, okay. <laughs> so anyway. i don't hate the casting i'm just saying <laughs> No, I thought of that too, John. I was like, ah, I know they're both together on the boys, but like, I want Jack Quaid as my scarecrow in this movie. And just as like this dorky, like, what, what's going on? Sort of like, and Carl Urban's just like, God damn it. God damn it, New Holland. <clears throat> Sorry. Anyway. <laughs> okay. John, go ahead. Go ahead. Okay. So in my dark fantasy where, where, uh, it plays out very similar. Yeah, tornado. We, we we see Dorothy's life beforehand. Tornado hits. She wakes up in the rubble of her house. 
and everything around her is is suddenly different and fantastical or is it maybe she just has a head injury uh she meets glinda the good witch who sets her on the path to get home and to follow follow the yellow big road all that and on her way she meets her first uh will become traveling companion scarecrow in this dark fantasy version uh, i wanted to come up with what was a a a dark twist I could put on each of these characters that would be true to the characters, but also be a little fucked up. Basically, that's what I was going for here. Uh, think of that episode where we put a dark twist on stories that don't have it. That's kind of where my mindset was at for this. So, my scarecrow is a scarecrow. He's found, you know, tied up on a you know big uh, uh, mount thing in the middle of the cornfield, and, and when and she thinks he's an inanimate object, but then he starts to move, and and um, discovers quickly that he's not a scarecrow. He's a zombie. Oh. He is a reanimated corpse who has been stuck out in this field to starve because what does the scarecrow need, Jay? He needs a brain. What do zombies <laughs> eat, Jay? I love it. <laughs> he needs brains. Oh, that's good. I like it. <laughs> Brain. So, as my zombie brain-starved scarecrow, I am casting. This might be a little on the nose, but I couldn't think of anybody better, and I love this actor and want to see them get more work. Doug Jones. Ah, Doug Jones yes. is great. Yes. He was Abe Sabian in the Hellboy movies. He was the creature in Shape of Water. He is Saru on Star Trek Discovery. Um, he is, um, um, Billy Butcher in, in Hocus Pocus, uh, which is kind of where the inspiration for that character kind of popped into my head. Um, he is an amazing, amazing makeup suit actor. Um, and I want to see him get more work. And so there you go. Doug Jones is my zombie scarecrow. I like it. Thank you. Scott. And I've been working on Glinda. Oh, okay. Okay. <laughs> Should we come back to you? Or can we pause Glinda to develop your Scarecrow character? Yeah, so far for okay. Glinda, I've okay. got... And it's still a work in progress. I'm no, I like this. So far, I've got Galactic Logistical Intelligent Navigational Data Analysis. I like it. Yeah, works for me. That's, yeah. I don't know what's in... <laughs> Sounds like someone really wanted our initials to sell shield. <laughs> I love it, Scott. It's good. It's good. Oh, so so scarecrow. Um, um, so we we've got we've got three three people outside of Dorothy. We've got scarecrow, Tin Man, and Lion are our core kind of group, right? Uh, right. And such. And um, uh, so basically, and and our and, and our our three. Excuse me. Key crew members, key crew positions that we need uh, on this ship are going to be um, uh, pilot, engineer, and uh, I don't know what the other one would be. Security. Well, for a cargo ship, uh, security doesn't feel right. Loadmaster. Payload specialist. There we go. Payload specialist. That's good. Yes. Yes. Um, so I'm I'm feeling like that. Um, I'm feeling like that Tin Man needs to be the engineer, Lion needs to be the pilot, and Scarecrow needs to be the payload specialist. What do you, what do you think? Or, or should I reverse uh, Scarecrow and, and Lion? 
let's reverse Scarecrow and Lion. Let's let's go with Scarecrow as as my pilot. Okay. 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 Because you know he's you know uh uh yeah so uh and and he's always he's always worried he he you know because whenever he's trying to set a course he relies a lot on Glinda and stuff because you know he he he's he, I don't know either he he got the job by he he doesn't think he has the brains for the job right. Like he doesn't trust his own calculations. Okay. 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 Uh, and everything, um, uh, because you know, at at the end of this, you know, at the at, at the climax of the story, he's going to have to make some sort of a calculation jump. You know, Glinda's going to be offline. Dorothy has to convince him that you know he really has the brains all along, type thing. I like uh, it. I like so, it. So, so Scarecrow. Uh, see, I really, I really want to cast Doug Jones as my Scarecrow now because you said it, <laughs> but you got it, so I can't use that. Um, so, so for my scarecrow, oh, hell, actually, uh, now I don't like that. So, okay, hold on out. Scarecrow. Yeah, so, yeah. see an alien, the humanoid, mm, an android, is there in line? Ooh. Oh, crap. Oh, I mean, I assume Tin Man would be like a cyborg or something, but that could be typecasting. I don't know. Okay. Yeah, no, no, I could, I could see that too. Um, but that presupposes, do do I want aliens in this pitch or do I want it all yeah. humans? Yeah. You know, uh, and such. Crap! Damn it! You just—you're giving me too many questions. I don't know. Uh, I say you go alien, just so that we can make the Carly Lion the Kilrathi. <laughs> <laughs> yes, but yes. I'm jumping ahead of myself now. No, that's fine. That's fine. That's fine. We'll go aliens. So yeah, Scarecrow is. Uh, hmm. I, I'm envisioning something like the uh, Kaminoans from from Star Wars, just like long limbed. Yeah, no, I'm, I'm not. I'm not wanting that because I'm, I'm. I'm not. Okay. Want, uh, I'm not wanting the 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 lanky scarecrow. Kind okay. Of, you know. That's, okay. That's what I'm wanting. Uh, I'm wanting a. I'm wanting an actor. Plus, I also don't want CGI aliens. I want an actor that can work well in prosthetics. Okay. It doesn't have to be heavy prosthetics because Doug Jones is the king of heavy prosthetics. You know, the man can act through anything. You 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 can put a garbage bag on him and he'll act through it. It's awesome. Um, but uh. Now that you said Star Wars and such, what if what if we went with a very popular current actor that's kind of in a lot of different things right now? What if what if we went Pedro Pascal as my scarecrow? Sure. Okay. Yeah. That 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 dead silence means it's an awesome idea. No, I'm I, I'm I just trying mind. to think of how we can force him to escort a young special child. <laughs> okay. Sorry. So we so we de-aged Karen Gilliam. Yeah, there you go. <laughs> we, we no, Doug, no, dude, I'll watch Pedro Pascal anything. That 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 SNL uh, post-apocalyptic Mario Kart thing that SNL did, I'd watch that. Yeah, yeah. So I sure. will definitely watch Pedro Pascal as yes. a scarecrow. So, yeah, sure. Let's do that. All right. Oh, is he playing yeah. an alien or a human? Alien, but we'll we'll, we'll give him okay. we'll give him some. Some like I said, not heavy prosthetics. So you still know it's Pedro Pascal. You still know it's Pedro Pascal. Like, like I want to, I want to, I want to go some, 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 you know, old school, you know, like uh, next generation era stuff, or maybe even uh, Lou Gossett Jr. and and Starship Enemy Mine. Is that what it's called? Enemy Mine. Yeah. Yeah. Which is a great movie, by the way. That's a pretty heavy makeup, though. That was. That was. Okay, so Pedro Pascal with forehead ridges. Got it. Yes, Pedro Pascal with forehead ridges. Okay. 
don't cover that face up. You're going to lose half your audience if you no, cover no. up that face. That's Yeah, yeah. Like, put a helmet on him. <laughs> <Nobody would ever. laughs> <sighs> all right. Be in that chair. He just voiced the character. It's all right. There you go. <sighs> all right. Okay. So back to me. Yes, Jay. Our next character. All right, character. so... so um, You've got this drug task force, right? Officer K-9 Officer Dorothy. We got the rookie scarecrow. <clears throat> but they need somebody. <clears throat> they need somebody who knows the seedy underbelly of the criminal ring, right? right. Well, good thing that K-9 Officer Dorothy has busted this guy a few times. Uh, the guys on the street call him the Tin Man. They call him the Tin Man because he's a mechanic. But he's also a quote-unquote mechanic. Uh, so he finds in, he finds like, uh, fancy ways to kill people by making it look like an accident. Um, he's, he's sort of, he's cast off those ways a little bit. And now he's more into just like the actual true mechanic role. All right. You with me so far? Okay. And because... Because he's the Tin Man and he's led this life of just killing people with no remorse, he really doesn't have a heart. But his character arc throughout this story is at some point in time, he's going to sacrifice himself, maybe not die, but he's going to sacrifice himself to save somebody. So he's going to get a heart through his story arc. Okay. With me so far? Gotcha. So I was like trying to think of somebody who could play a cold-hearted killer, but could also pull off that like turn at the end. And I love this guy. I love everything that he's in. Um, even the stuff where you're like, why would he agree to that kind of a movie? Uh, but my pick for Tin Man is Vinnie Jones. Ooh. So, if you don't know who Vinnie Jones is, he was Sphinx in Gone in 60 Seconds. Um, yeah, because everyone knows that movie. Uh, yeah, they might. Uh, he's, um, oh God, I can't think of his name. In he's Snatch. the Juggernaut, bitch. Yep, he's the Juggernaut. He's uh, in Snatch. He's, uh, what the hell is his name? I can't think of it. Um, he's in Euro Trip. <laughs> uh so yeah, Vinny Jones is my Tin Man, who has no heart, but he's gonna find a heart on this journey. So, uh, and because Officer Dorothy's busted him a few times for like small thing, not for murder or anything, but he knows his checkered past, and they need somebody who can help navigate the CD underbelly. So, Vinny Jones, Tin Man. All right. Question is, John, are you still watching? Yes, because now I'm just like, okay, what? Is it just some kind of weird boys thing? And then Vinny fucking Jones shows up. And I'm like, what? <laughs> I Okay. <laughs> sure. Hey, I love Vinny Jones. And I'll, I'll, I'll watch him do that. Uh, uh, well, basically. Just, just be Vinny Jones. Just be Vinny Jones anywhere. Yeah. Yeah. So. Yeah. No. Okay. All right, John. <laughs> okay. I'm still confused, but I'm still watching. Uh, Tin Man. Okay. So, in my dark fantasy with uh, Dorothy, who's an unreliable narrator, and a scarecrow who's actually a zombie who's craving brains, 
my Tin Man in my dark fantasy is a clockwork style cyborg automaton. Not steampunk, but just at the... He was human once. But just in keeping with the original story, he was cursed and started chopping off his own limbs and replacing him with robotic limbs. So he's he's a cyborg. But the only part of him that's still human is his face, because you got to see this actor, and what used to be his heart. Uh-huh. Problem is, the human heart is not enough to keep powering this machine indefinitely. His heart was discarded a long time ago in place of a heart from someone or something he killed and took it from because he has to keep refreshing the hearts that power the rest of his body. Played by Carl fucking Urban. Hey, there he is. There's Carl. Welcome to the show, Carl. Uh, again, I was trying to find that dark twist on the fantasy and, and the whole search for hearts. Okay, why does he need a heart? Why? What would be a darker? He needs a heart because he doesn't have one. Okay, if he doesn't have one, how is he alive? He's a robot. Okay, if he's a robot, he doesn't need a heart, though. He, he just get, Oh, what if he's a cyborg and, and the uh, mechanical parts are still dependent on what's left of his physical body? And he has to keep sort of like, again, zombie brains, Tin Man, got to keep getting hearts. Got it. I, uh, I just want you to know, John, that I'm, I'm into your movie and I'm very confused as well, but in a different <laughs> way. So, and again, uh, along this tale, uh, um, I'm, I'm trying to go back to more of the original novel. And in the novel, uh, granted, the movie's great, but there's a lot of things that are cut out of the novel. There are a lot of things sent towards this party to destroy them before they can get to the witch, including a pack of wolves that have to be fought off by the Tin Man who cuts them all up with his axe and, in my version, claims a few hearts. Uh, A a, a murder of crows is sent after them. Uh, A a swarm of killer black bees. Vicious, quote-unquote, winkies. Uh, and, and of course, the flying monkeys. And at a certain point in the story, uh, uh, a character we've yet to get to has to fight off a giant spider. These are all from the novel. Okay. They're all going to show up in my in my movie. Gotcha. All right. Vicious man eating Twinkies. Got it. Got Twinkie it. with a W. That's that's one big Twinkie. I, 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 I think they're supposed to be the Munchkins. I don't know because there's also an evil faction of Munchkins in this in the original story that I'm going to work in somehow. But we'll get to that when we get to that. But yeah, so so again, dark fantasy, lots of stuff's getting cut up, uh, lots of violence. Right. This is this is going to be a hard R. That's mine. I'm also going for a hard R with mine. So okay. <laughs> so yes, Carl Urban is my heart-seeking automaton tin man. Gotcha. All right, Scott. Well, so you've kind of thrown a wrench into my my plans a little bit. A spanner? No. Oh, well, okay. yeah, possibly. Um, but um, because um, I completely forgot we're supposed to have Carl Urban in this. Time. <laughs> Whoops. <laughs> you can go nuts with the casting. Jay cast him as as Dorothy. So. Yeah. That's canine officer Dorothy. Sorry, sorry, well, sorry. 
so uh, my Tin Man. I, I now I now since we're going the sci-fi, you know, space fan and space route, I, I now want him to be an android, you know. And I I just want him to be. He's the engineer. He's the Tin Man. He's an android. He's just the cranky curmudgeon, you know, kind of a character. Like he he's he's gruff. The first thing that popped into my head was Danny DeVito. Ooh. <laughs> um. Because I, you know, having him, you know, kind of, kind of, you know, that that just, you know, made me made me chuckle. Seeing okay. Dan Vito as an android, yeah, uh, and everything. But um, I was also thinking about the possibility of Tom Hanks because he can play a cranky curmudgeon pretty well. Yeah, would they be playing the character or just voicing the character? Because there's a way you could work your Doug Jones in with a, with a celebrity voice here. Do have Doug Jones do the mocap and? Uh, or, the, or the suit acting, and then have yeah, you know, do the voice. Yeah, that's possible too. Uh, Just mm. pit Yeah, I definitely want Danny DeVito as as as, as my big man. That's fair. Stick to your vision, Scott. Yeah, yeah. 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 I, I Stick with it. Yeah, yeah. Because because I I also see this crew of three people being very dysfunctional. You know. Yeah. Like, they don't have any direction because they're just they're they're just kind of doing their own thing, you know, uh, and stuff. And I could just see Danny DeVito constantly, you know, complaining about the state of the engines and the systems uh, and everything, you know. Uh, I don't know how to work in the no heart thing, um, uh, you know, quite as quite as big as as what you know John had with you know his 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 automaton needing to. Does he does he have to constantly get uh, topped off with oil because his joints keep freezing up? No, but I, I, that would be a okay. running gag. That would be a running gag. He's constantly losing his oil can uh, and, and and stuff, and you know he's complaining about his joints all the time. So I, I do like that as a running gag. Uh, oh, uh, but yeah, I, I'm a, I'm gonna go with uh, Danny DeBito as my my Android Tin Man on the on this crew. All right. I like it. Okay. Yeah, let's do that. I can hear it in my head. <laughs> all right, Jay, back to you. We got okay. one party member left. So, all right. So, remember, we got the, the Scarecrow. You know, he's trying to find a brain. He's trying to get street smart. He's a rookie. Uh, Tin Man, he's trying to find a heart. Well, he's going to find a heart by becoming not a cold-blooded killer any longer. And that brings me to the lion. Now, notice I didn't say the cowardly lion. Okay, he's the lion. Because that's his code name, right? His code name is the lion because he's an undercover narc agent. He's in deep cover trying to infiltrate this big drug ring of Oz. Okay? Okay. Uh, and so the lion has to find the courage to break his undercover yeah. and like throw away all these connections he's made because he's joining he's, this special force. Is he afraid of getting found out and exposed? Yes. Yeah. yes. Okay. And, and so he has to find the courage to step up and just do like be part of everything. All right. Okay. So what I'm thinking is is that his code name is the lion because he's just a burly, hairy, long-haired, barrel-chested man. Okay. So without further ado, Jason Momoa. 
So Jason Momoa is the lion. He's my undercover narc. Okay. Okay. So, you got to keep the long hair though, right? Yes. That's the thing. Yeah. Like he's got long hair, scraggly beard. He's, you know, tatted up. Like he is fitting in, in this under underground, like underworld drug ring, you know, um, is he wearing a coat that has like a lion fur neck? Ooh. For at least for at least one scene. The, he can, yeah. That would be awesome. Oh. Like his introductory scene. Like, yeah. Like the like, uh, like like the coat that uh what's his name is wearing in the Batman as the penguin? Colin Farrell. Yeah, doesn't he have that high fur collar coat? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, that works. Yeah. Yeah, like when we're first introduced to Jason Momoa as the lion, all you see is like him sitting at a bar and it's like a shot from behind, like zooming in slowly. And all you see is this like long hair and this furry maned jacket. Yeah. And then he just sort of turns around, you know, and you're like, holy shit, it's Jason Momoa. And like, yeah, that, yeah, I like it. So, yeah. All right. Jason Momoa is the lion who has to find the courage to step out from his undercover position. And yeah. All right. I dig it. So, John. Yes. What you got? Okay. Sorry, Jason Momoa. Okay. 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 All right. (laughs) Get together, John. Okay. All right. Are you thinking? Are you thinking about him like wearing just this that, overcoat with that, the lion? That just paint? works really, really well. <laughs> Without a shirt well, on, that, he's got that like no maybe your best. That maybe your best casting yet. That just that works really, really well. I can see that. Um, okay, so sorry. Uh, my dark fantasy version, where everything has a dark twist to it. Okay, so it is the cowardly lion. Uh, he is. So in most depictions, if it's animated, it, it's an actual like anthropomorphic lion. He he talks and, and walks on his hind legs and things like that. In, in the classic version, it's a guy wearing a suit. It's kind of unclear is he supposed to be humanoid or is he supposed to be a lion? But he's a guy in a suit and kind of fudges the line a little bit. In in Return to Oz, it's a big animatronic lion thing. So I'm splitting the difference here, and we're going with what's the dark fantasy version of that? My cowardly lion is a. Island of Dr. Moreau-esque human-lion mutation thing. Okay. He does not look pretty, okay? This is a beastly half-man, half-lion creature. This would be the main monster in a lesser horror movie. Um, but in our movie, uh, he, he looks absolutely fucking terrifying. But he has no courage. The reason he has no courage is not because he's cowardly by nature. No, this is the king of the forest. He was taken out by a witch. He was cursed with fright. Ah. So even though he is rightfully the king of the forest and the biggest mother effort that ever walked the forest, he has been cursed with fright and he is desperately trying to lift the curse to take back his throne as the king of the forest. So he begrudgingly goes with our crew because they think the Wizard of Oz could help him banish this curse he's been he's been settled with. All right. So to play that, I had a couple people in mind, but I have to go with the one that my gut says, like, this would put butts in seats. This would be awesome. I want to see this happen. 
And I know I gave Jay crap for casting people who worked together before, and I'm about to do that, but shut up. Uh, so my cowardly lion, the badass king of the forest, cursed with fright, who knows he could demolish anything and that he should be walking with the biggest stick ever, but he can't because of this curse. He's torn. He's tormented inside. Ron Perlman. Ah. Ah. Love it. That is that. Yeah. Wait, who is he? Who's Oh, Doug Jones. Doug Jones. Yeah. All right. My backup choice. And I went back and forth on this was Mark Addy from game of Thrones. uh, Robert Baratheon. Oh, okay. Yeah. No, I like I like yeah. Ron Perlman. Ron Perlman is my my, yeah. my my choice, yes. That's a good one. Yeah. So there you go. Again, I'm still yeah. very confused while watching your movie, but I am still watching it. I'm like, all right, this is dark. I like it. What's gonna happen now? I wanted to keep true to the 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 because again, there's a lot of dark stuff in the book, but it's always played down because it's, it's since the 39 version. I mean, it is a kid's book, uh, but, but you read into it and like, there's a lot of messed up stuff in there. And I was like, let's embrace that. Let's steer into that. And let's just, let's pull all the darkness we can out of this and then, and make it something, a story, you know, and characters you're familiar with, but in a way you haven't seen them before. Yeah. That's what I'm trying to go for. So there you go. So my, my Dorothy is McKenna Grace, uh, who's unreliable narrator. Is this all just illusions to her head? Is this really happening? Uh, my zombie scarecrow, Doug Jones. My um, uh, automaton who has to keep pulling hearts out of people to keep his body functioning, Carl Urban. And my cowardly lion, cursed with fright, um, Ron Perlman. Love it. Scott. So who's our kill Rafi? I mean, our cowardly yeah, lion. Yeah. So obviously, my lion is not going to be human. It's going to be a felinoid, uh, some sort of a cat race. Maybe not kill Rafi specifically, but Tagorian. No, no, not like a Tagorian. But but once again, we're not going to infringe on Star Wars thing. Yeah, non copyright specific. Yeah. <laughs> and we're not going to go with. Um, we're not going to go with. Um. um uh, coward. Okay. okay. What we're going to go with is overly safety conscious. So always has to follow all regulations, all, you know, all safety measures had to, cause they're the cargo specialists. So, you know, this stuff has to be secured. We, you know, we, 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 we got to have, you know, all of our safety valves have to be in place. All of our emergency exits, all of our safety gear, constantly checking everything. Right. Okay. And, I'm going to go on a little bit of a twist here um, because I want to make the lion female. Okay. Go for it. You know, uh, is, is, is what I want to do. Um, and I'm, I'm uh, cause, cause I want to, I want a really good, I want I want a female lead that that's cast a little bit against type, you know? Yeah. Sexy cat lady. Give it to us. Yes. Sexy cat lady and, and stuff. And, and, and I'm trying to, I, I, I'm blanking. I, that I know that's what I want, but I can't come up with an actress for it. Like I'm, I'm okay. trying to think of 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 who you know is is out there right now. That, that so you're that, looking for suggestions? Uh, yeah, go ahead, throw it out. What, what do you got? Mila Jovovich. Oh, see, I love Mila Jovovich. That'd be a good one. She is she is great, but I don't know if she'd be right for this part. 
I don't I don't love it. I mean I love Mila Jovovich. Aubrey Plaza. Who? Aubrey Plaza. Okay. Once again, who? From New Girl. <laughs> Parks and New Girl. Parks and Rec. Oh, Parks and Rec, sorry. I was oh, thinking. Oh, okay. One. Okay. Aubrey Plaza. Yo. She is a human cat. You think she'd make a good cat? I think she would make a good cat. I love that one. Yes, let's yeah. go with that. Yeah. I All right. That. Yeah. Aubrey Plaza as my overly safety conscious because because you know they're, they're, they're the whole species is like that you know they've, they've got you know um yeah they, they've got nine lives but they try to you know for, for you know and they, they you got the whole adage of nine lives is not like really nine lives you know it's not like they die and come back it's just because they're always safety conscious so they're always trying to be as safe as possible and so that's that's why because they have contingencies upon contingencies and so later, you know, in the climax of the movie, when they're being chased by the big bad guy and you're making the final push and something happens that you think is going to just destroy everything, ta-da, one of her safety things kicks in. They're like, oh, wait, you, you, you're, you're not a complete coward. You actually, you actually know what's going on, you know, and stuff. So that's where we get the, you know. Let it never be said your anal retentive attention to detail never yielded positive results. Can't be anal retentive if you don't have an anus. Thank you, sir. But yes. <laughs> okay. <laughs> Dogma. Oh, it's been a while <laughs> since I've seen that. Oh, uh, yes. Love been a that. long yes. time since I've seen that movie. But yeah. Yep. Yeah. And, and, and once again, see, and, and this is the thing is, is I don't think because 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 I wanted I wanted another female act, you know, uh, actor in this movie. Right in in this casting, because this is a very largely male dominated cast. It is, yeah. uh, and, and 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 everything. And I like strong female characters, but strong female characters doesn't mean they have to be like um, aggressive or anything. So like you know, yeah, you've got the cowardly aspect because she's uh, she's 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 you know fastidious for for safety. But it, it's it's you know whenever it comes comes down to it it's 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 not out of cowardice it's out of pragmatism, uh, and and it works and there's a reason for it and she gets to step up and and have that moment when you know everything goes to shit so got it. <sighs> nice. All right. Okay. So my like. What I want my movie to be is a lot of nonstop action, like a lot of it's like basically if I could hire the fight choreographers from John Wick, I would do that. For the Wizard of Oz as done by 87 North Productions. Got it. Yes. Okay. Uh, Starring these people so far that I've mentioned. All right. Right. So everybody's going to get into huge knockdown drag out fights. Okay. Including the Wicked Witch of the West. So I needed somebody for the Wicked Witch of the West because she's the head of a rival drug ring, right? Yeah. She's she's infringing on the wizard's territory. She wants to take out the wizard. Like she's sending in her uh, quote unquote flying monkeys to take out the wizard. And but she's eventually gonna have to to come to fisticuffs as well. So I was like, okay, I need somebody who could portray a good leader, but also looks like a badass and can hold her own in a fight. Um, so for my Wicked Witch of the West, my rival drug leader, I went with uh, Charlize Theron. Ooh. Ooh. 
That's a good casting for the Wicked Witch. Really good casting. Um, and it's it's gonna get even better when I finally get to the wizard. But I'll wait. Uh, I got Vin Diesel. Oh God, because <laughs> it's oh. all about family. Jesus. So, like, yeah, what I'm thinking with this movie is like once like act one i just sort of i put it out to like act one is getting the group together sort of like intro characters uh act two is them traveling the road so they're following the yellow bricks which is gonna lead to you know these big fights like big set not huge yet and then the act three is going to be my giant action set piece climax okay a lot of fisticuffs a lot of choreography a lot of just sitting there staring at the screen as the movie's going. So hoping that my viewers haven't left yet because of how weird it is. Just holding out hope. So anyway, Charlie's third. Yeah, I firmly believe anybody who has clicked play on this is 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 in for the ride. You're, you're not, I don't think you're losing anybody <laughs> on this one. Yeah. <laughs> just saying. They're like, what the fuck is the okay? Are, is that Jason Momoa? Is it Vinnie, sure is. Vinnie Jones? What the hell is this movie? That Charlize Theron. Theron? <laughs> Jason Mimosa? What? <laughs> <laughs> okay. All right. All right, John. Let's hear it. All right. So, Wicked Witch of the West. Um, a character who has gone through a lot of revision in recent history, thanks to like Wicked. And and Oz the Great and Powerful, and has been cast in a much more sympathetic light. I don't know that I like that because I like villains who are just villains. I don't think everyone has to be fucking sympathetic. Um, so I was not entirely sure what to do with this character. So my Wicked Witch of the West is ostensibly evil. Says so it is someone who is just out for themselves. They are just trying to claim power on Oz. Why they want to claim power on Oz, fine. Give them a sympathetic backstory if you want to. I don't care. It's not going to matter in my story. They are the evil that Glenda has set our party out to stop. Uh, and, and that the wizard wants to take down. Uh, you, you bring me her and, and I'll give you guys what you want. That's, everyone is afraid of the Wicked Witch of the West. So I needed somebody who could portray that kind of malice. And someone who could be, through that makeup, be fearful that you would understand, oh, this is why everyone's afraid of this person. Um, even though in my movie, they're going to sort of have a heel turn and and more of a, less of a, oh, I was good the whole time, but more of a, to borrow a quote from Star-Lord, um, uh, I, I might be a dick, but I'm not a total a-hole um, kind of thing. Someone's going to be revealed to be an even bigger bad and have orchestrated far more worse things than she has, and she'll end up kind of teaming up with our party at the end to take down this bigger bad. Um, but for the time being, for 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 three fourths of this movie, you've got to believe this person is like the ultimate freaking evil. Um, and I wanted somebody who could portray that, who had the gravitas to play that, um, but somebody who I also think is just an amazing actress, and I would kill to see them in this role. Um, and again, I cast. Kristen Bell, Glenn of the Good Witch, directly to contrast this person. Um, I'm going with Christina Ricci. Okay. Mm-hmm. Mm. Mm. I love Christina Christina Ricci. I feel like her and Kristen Bell are like visually opposite sides of the same coin. 
you know, one has has the, the, the as the Wicked Witch of the West. You've got like the the green uh, skin and the the black outfit and the flying monkeys and you know the, the, all that kind of again just the most evil person you can think of. And then you've got Kristen Bell on the opposite end, who's all like, you know, flowers and pinks and pastels. And, and again, there's going to be a switch of these roles uh, in, in the third act. But going into that, I, I wanted someone, people who you like, you would just look at it and seem like, oh, that's the good one. That's the bad one. Got it. Even yeah. though we're going to play with that later. Um, so Christina Ricci was my first and only choice for the Wicked Witch. I like it. Um. I, I I would I love Christina Ricci and 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 everything, but I would have to see her in the green makeup. I would love to see her in the green makeup. I want to see her green now. To Photoshop, oh. yes. To Photoshop, we go. That oh, I forgot about the green. Maybe maybe the Wicked Witch wears green in my movie. Like that's sure. Her. Yeah, that's fine. Well, we can get yeah yeah. That's, that's a hair and makeup issue, Jay. Yeah, yeah. yeah there is right. nothing wrong with the with in your Jay in, in in your movie Jay. There is nothing wrong with with the Wicked Witch just wearing green instead of being green. wearing green and black. It's fine. Yeah. Okay. Ah, uh, Scott. So okay, so in, in my movie, of course, we've got. Oh, hang on, wait one. Sorry, I had a cat that had something he shouldn't have. <laughs> Was it the mouse? <laughs> That's a callback joke, kids. Um, anyway, um, so in my movie, of course, we so we we've got this we've got this you know little this this uh, unknown transport of a of a broken down freighter ship, you know, commanded by this this uh, 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 pilot who is constantly doubting himself and is constantly double checking his, his, his calculations and his, 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 his navigation against the computer and everything. You've got a cranky, you know, uh, Android uh, uh, engineer that's trying to keep the systems running. And he's constantly complaining that his joints are freezing up because he can't find his oil can or whatever it would be. You've got the, the, the felinoid, you know, um, uh, a cargo payload specialist that is is completely fastidious for safety uh, and everything, and they they work together. And then you have this 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 lone human because that 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 accidentally you know pops onto this ship and everything. And now they're being chased. Okay, they're being chased by this unknown dreadnought ship, who's uh, basically this this big green and black ship menacing ship which has a transponder beacon just identifying itself as the wicked witch of the west commanded by carl urban oh Ooh. we never know his name they only call him the witch because that's the ship's name carl urban the bad guy carl urban the bad guy i like it he's fun as a bad guy yeah, I know Priest isn't a good movie, but I love watching him chew scenery in that. Um, it's Carl Urban; he's good in everything. Yeah, that's why he's the bacon of the film world. Carl fucking Urban. So yeah, okay. Nice. There's like my there's my Carl Urban. That's where I'm, I'm putting him in as the villain of the movie. And yeah, does he have an army of people with winged? Um, 
extra vehicular navigational backpacks? No. I'm trying to work in the flying monkeys. Yeah, yeah. No, no. The okay. flying monkeys will be probably drones. Ah, okay, that's that's a lot. Yeah. Of course. Yes. Yeah. So some sort of so some sort of automated system that he controls that, that's deployed from the ship. That makes ah. sense. Okay. I dig Who's it. better better than my idea for flying monkeys? In your movie? Yeah. I want to circle back to that. <laughs> uh, but first, we have one last key role to cast. Yeah. Okay. So the wizard, right? Yes. Head of this giant organization, the man they're trying to track down, uh, the man who has eluded them. Uh, so far, I have all people who can do action, who can do, like, fight scenes. You know what I mean? So this guy didn't just get to the top because of his brain. He he got to the top because he can fight as well. Uh, and he's not just some frail old man. No, he he's a badass. Um, so my wizard, because I think this would just be an amazing, like, coup de grace to the film... Um, with this giant action set piece for the third act. Uh, my wizard, Donnie Yen. Ooh. Donnie Yen? Yes. Is he blind? No. <laughs> okay, okay. <Yeah. laughs> no. Um, That's been done to death, I think. So The, the blind guy from Rogue One, Scott? Oh, the, yeah, yeah. I'm yeah. on with the Force of Forces with me? Okay. Yeah, Donnie Yen. Kung Fu Master Donnie Yen? Ip Man? Yes, and it man two, and yes. it man three, and yeah, <sighs> John Wick four. Uh, hell yeah, dude. Donnie Yen is the wizard. I like it. So that's my my giant set action thing is like Donnie Yen agrees with the the traveling companions to go with them. Like he will give himself up if they help save his life from the wicked witch. And her gang. Um, and that's the giant fight at the end. And that's the whole like conclusion. Okay. And that's where that's where Vinnie Jones as Tin Man is going to sacrifice sacrifice himself for something. I don't know. Maybe take a bullet. I don't know. Figure something out. Okay. But yeah. Okay. So I, I, I'm, I can't disagree with Donnie in an action movie. So <laughs> right. <laughs> right. You got me on that one. My only question was, is he blind or not? Nope. No, no. Not that that really makes much of a difference, but. No. He's blind, he's blind in one eye and wears an eye patch. Okay. Blind in one eye and wears an 50, eye patch 50. on the other. Got it. We'll split the difference. <laughs> yeah, but he wears the eye patch over the good eye. So. <laughs> to make it a challenge, right? Yeah. Exactly. <laughs> See uh, my hand? <laughs> yeah, but this is my shooting hand. Okay. <laughs> I dig it, Jay. Uh, okay, so the Wizard of Oz. I'm gonna lean into one aspect of this character. So the Wizard of Oz is talked about with with um, reverence, and he's this seen as this sort of almost messianic figure of the wizard. Good talk to the Wizard of Oz. He can fix everything. He can give you a heart. And he can give you courage. And he can give you a brain. And he can get me home. He can do anything. He's he's the Wizard of Oz. He's he's spoken of in such huge reference. And then again, in every version of the story, what do we find out about the wizard? 
it's all bullshit. The wizard is a confidence man. The wizard is a flimflam. The wizard is this idea he has carefully built up in the minds of the people of Oz. He has no actual power. It's all just a facade. It's all just bullshit. So you need somebody who, when you first meet them, you could think, oh, wow, no, yeah, okay, that's the Wizard of Oz. Yeah, no, he, he can carry that. But then as soon as they're exposed, as soon as you pay attention to the man behind the curtain, it all comes crashing down. And his true colors come out. And you see he's really just a dude who's just bullshitting his way through everything. And it's basically, everything kind of falls apart at that point. So I needed somebody who could play, who could choose scenery, who could who could be that big, larger-than-life, I'm the Wizard of Oz, could portray just just... Just an endless amount of confidence, and then have that immediately have the rug pulled right out from under him. He'd be like, huh, huh. <laughs> So, for that role, uh, and this is big because this is kind of a big turning point. When everyone realizes the wizard's full of shit, is when everything goes sideways, is when everything, you know, the, the shit hits the fan in my story, and, 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 and uh, allegiances are, are switched. And, and we find out that the real evil behind everything has been Glenda the Good Witch, because she's not really that good. She wants to find a way. She, she's tired of all the crap in Oz, and she wants to get to Earth. And that's her whole game, is, is to get out of this stupid place. I just want to get to Earth. And we realize she's the one who put the curse on, on the Cowardly Lion to take him out, because he was a contender for power. And she, she was the one who cursed the Tin Man. And it's all been her. Uh, so the Wicked Witch ends up teaming up with our party to take down Glenda, who's the ultimate big bad in this. That's my, that's my scene. So somebody as the wizard who can portray that kind of confidence and, 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 and bravado Bruce Campbell. Yeah. <laughs> nice. Love it. I like it. I mean, yeah, especially with the rest of the cast, you know, yeah, it would, it would be great. Um, especially if he's eating a sandwich, <laughs> <laughs> you go kill the witch. I'm going to get a sandwich. <laughs> you got that wish yet? You're going to him. Mm, we'll have you on the baloney. Oh, <laughs> uh, most definitely. Oh, I like it. Nice, Scott. So I've been racking my brain trying to ra- trying to trying to bring all this full circle here on on my version, uh, because. Right now, you've got Karen Gilliam. You know, she she comes in. She's the the astronaut that has wayward gotten to this part of the galaxy completely, um, you know, by accident because I'm totally ripping off Farscape, um, which now I want to rewatch Farscape. Hey, if you're gonna steal, steal from the best. Um, uh, and stuff. And so these guys, you know, she she falls in with them and. She uh, she tries to take them. You know, they they decide they you know that he need they need to take her. The wizard is the only person that can get her back home. Of course, they're being chased by Carl Urban because we don't find out until you know Act Two that they're not you know so innocent. They're actually smugglers and they actually ripped off Carl Urban. And he's just trying to get his shit back or something like that. You know. Okay. Um. Uh, and everything, and I'm trying to think of what. Like who is the wizard? Like in 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 this sci-fi uh, jaunt that we have going on here, and um, you know, I'm just I'm I I don't know. Maybe it's a it's a recluse, you know, because we've got to follow the yellow brick road, right? 
to 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 get to the wizard, and and I'm trying to figure out how to incorporate that, and uh, I I just don't know. Um, you got me. We all got y'all got anything for me? Because I'm at a loss here on how to incorporate this into a, the, the sci-fi element that I have going on. So. Yeah. See. Yeah. Well, yeah. We, we we've cast characters, but we what, what's the crux of the story? What, the crux what's, of the what's... story is getting her home. Okay. Getting her back to Earth. What's everybody else trying to get? Uh, what's Carl driving Earth. the plot forward? Well, that's just it. So she jumps into the, she drops into the middle of this, this 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 battle and everything, and then she's from Earth, and uh, I don't know. Once again, I wasn't prepared to do a the a whole reimagining of the thing whenever we started this, which is fine. That's fine. I, I like where we're going, but I just I can't uh, I can't come up with with that. So she's she's trying to get home. They're trying to get away with whatever the hell they stole. The 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 the, the wicked witch ship is. Is is you know Carl Urban is trying to get his shit back, but you know he's not a really good guy either. So yeah, uh, this is about as far as I've gotten. Uh, and and okay, I, well we're 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 flinging it off the cuff. So yeah, yeah I'm, I'm I'm completely off the cuff on this thing. The wizard. Thank you, Jay. Oh, sorry. It's the wizard. You know what? Let's. You know what? Screw it. I'm. I'm sitting here when you all talked about Donnie Yen. You know, I had to look him up, of course, and and yeah, and everything because I don't know his name uh, and, and everything. So while I'm looking at his IMDb page, like uh, scenes from John Wick Four just keep, you know, yeah. playing on his IMDb page because that's yeah. right now and everything. So you know what? Screw it. Uh, I want Keanu Reeves as the wizard. I don't I know was, what he's yeah. going to do yet, but I want him as the wizard. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Sure. I thought that's where Jay was going to go. I'm not going to lie. <laughs> no, no. Donnie Yen. Yeah. Um, I, I thought about Keanu Reeves, but no. Um, yeah, well, he's my wizard. I just don't know is, what he is, what he does. Maybe oh, wizard, the guy who hired them to do the job they're on when they run into Dorothy? Oh, he's a fence. That's it, he's, yes, yes. Well, but also, he's he's also another human from Earth. Yeah. Yeah, and he's like he's there like a go. fence, you know yeah. what I mean. So yeah, he sells yeah. well, he sells and, stolen stuff. And, yeah, uh, and, and stuff and and yeah, so like well, we'll just take him to the wizard because that's where we're going anyway, and and yeah. you know he'll know what to do. And, oh, ooh, and like the it. yellow the yellow brick road is a as a smuggler navigation path through this sector of space. Well, it's 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 jumping from uh, from uh, basically G type star to G type star, so it's yellow suns. Yeah, it's yeah. yellow yellow brick road. Yeah, I got it. We got so Dorothy got there through some kind of wormhole, right? Something, yeah. Okay, what if? Hear me out. Right. What if no. she wasn't the only one on her crew who went through the wormhole, but maybe she didn't go through the wormhole first? Ah. Maybe the wizard is from Earth, but he's also from her crew, so yes. he recognizes Dorothy, but she doesn't recognize him because thirty years have gone by. Yeah, yeah thirty years have gone by for him. So they he's both, aged. They both pop in. So when they go through the wormhole, they both pop out in different times. He popped out yep. 30 years before she did. Um, I like it. We'd have to work on, you know, some logistics on how, because they're, if they're in the same ship, how they come out in different times, you know, but th- 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 that's. Oh, th- Scott, that's, I got that. Yeah. A cosmic storm breaks nope. up their ship and nope. they get okay. rock superpowers and he can they, stretch. Wait a minute. <laughs> they were on a ship. 
Okay. Yeah. They were on a ship and then <clears throat> something happened on the ship where Keanu Reeves wizard character has to go on an, uh, what is it? EVA outside the ship. There you go. Uh, yeah. And he, and then they get, yeah. they get sucked into this wormhole that pops yeah. out of and nowhere. He's, and he's, he's like, yeah, if he, he gets detached. Yeah, he's like clawing at the yes. he's clawing yeah. at the hull of the ship as it gets like it's like a black hole that sucks yeah. him in, you yes. know, and he's terrified, and then yeah. the ship and gets sucked. he's in a suit, so the audience never sees him. Yes, so the reveal is a reveal for the audience as well. We don't know it's him either. Yes, exactly. Yeah, I love it. I love it. And they get there, and they're like, "The wizard don't know what to do," and he's like, "What the hell did you bring her here for? I don't know what the hell is going on." And he followed you. Damn it, guys. And yeah. Yes. There you go. Yes, and then and then you've got an awesome fight scene between Carl Urban and uh, uh, Keanu Reeves. Yes. What everybody needs. Are there lights? I mean, are there laser swords? No, no laser swords. Are there energy blades? No, no energy blades. Sorry. Is there? Is there a? a, a not dark. Are there what's the word I'm looking for? Mutated uh, sea bass. It's. Uh, <laughs> It's an it's an uncolored cutlass. An uncolored cutlass. <laughs> it is a lack of light cutlass. No, no. There is no lack of light cutlass. Okay. There, there is no black hole cutlass. No. Ah, damn it. What the hell am I watching now? I don't know. Is it more Donnie Yen? No, it's Donnie Yen's thing, but the 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 video that's playing now has. Uh, uh, what's his name? The the latest James Bond guy. And there's a ballerina or something. I don't know. Daniel Craig. Yeah, Daniel Craig, and is, is he in John Wick three? You're on his IMDb page, Scott. No, I'm on Donnie Yen's IMDb page. Uh, yeah, I'm saying if Donnie Yen's in the thing too, couldn't you find it? I don't know. I'm just watching the video as it plays. Uh, okay. <laughs> right. I don't know what they're stay on target. So, John. Yes. Circling back, my original idea that I thought of, but I was like, eh, I don't know. Okay. Uh, so for what I was talking this over with Megan, I said that, you know, Charlize Theron was the Wicked Witch of the West. Okay. And her, the the flying monkeys mm-hmm. were a band of, like, ninjas. Interesting. That's what I said, and I wasn't sold on it. Like so parkour I, ninjas? Yeah, you know. Okay, okay, okay. You got something there. I'd be fine with it. You got something there. I just, you know, I was trying to think of something like, like gang related. You know what I mean? Like, so they all have like sleeveless vest kind of thing with the wings on the back because they're flying monkeys. Or, 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 I I like the gang thing. You literally just have them like the gang. They all wear like leather jackets or leather vests or something with wings on the back of them, and they're like the six street monkeys. Yes, John just, just said that. that. <laughs> Say that. Yeah, he was saying that. Yeah. <laughs> All right. Well, yeah. Forget what he said. Go with mine. <laughs> so well, hear me out, Scott. What if they were a gang and they had like <laughs> matching vests? Yeah. Like yeah, uh, yeah. like out of the Warriors, you know? Yeah, like out of the Warriors. Yeah, yeah, exactly. Yeah, yeah with but with monkeys. wings on the back and yeah, 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 yeah. flying but, monkeys. Yeah, flying they're, monkeys, they're the yeah. Six Street Monkeys or something like that. Yeah. 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 <sighs> People say they monkey around, but they're too okay. busy singing to put anybody Par- down. Parkour ninjas. I like. They're that. just trying to be friendly. Sorry. Uh, Parkour ninjas. I so, 
Yeah, that would no, be, good. Uh, be a good set piece action thing for your movie, Jay. I think that works. You could get a really cool fight scene with the the parkour flying monkeys. Yeah, I was going straight into original novel territory with my flying monkeys. They serve the Wicked Witch, but they serve not because they're evil, but because she literally has control over them with the golden cap, which is straight from the book. They are literally enslaved to whoever possesses the golden cap. So they follow the Wicked Witch because they have no other choice. And at a certain point in the story, Dorothy gets control of the Golden Cap. Okay. And that's actually how she gets home. I also had a whole storyline to incorporate both the Ruby Slippers, which are made up for the the Warner Brothers movie, and the Silver Shoes, which are actually in the novel. um, Because Glenda gives her one the Ruby Slippers, and they turn out to be just complete bullshit. Because remember, Glenda's the bad guy. Mm -hmm. Uh, So the Wicked Witch is the one who actually gives her silver shoes to get home um okay uh, whole thing there i went on kind of a tangent because i just there's so many cool things in the books that have never been in the movies and it frustrates me john i i think i have a payoff for your lyrics to africa africa oh, oh the dog okay yeah, yeah i got it got it okay so they oh also this is where my cameo comes in oh okay okay uh, Megan threw this in. I loved it. I went with it. So okay. our band, you know, you got canine officer Dorothy and Toto. You got the Tin Man, the mechanic, Scarecrow, the rookie, and you got Lion, the narc. Okay. And they show up, they find the wizard, and like there's this giant door that they walk up to, and you know, they're having this sort of like comedic like conversation of do we knock do we just go in and then all of a sudden a little door opens like a little peephole door right okay and it's keegan michael key doing the the door guard thing yeah yes okay. oh, nobody sees the wizard not nowhere like, now he's like ain't nobody gonna come see the wizard you know so it's just like a comedic sort of break in the movie um wow. yeah yeah complete stereotype all right cool <laughs> what <laughs> sorry <laughs> it was megan's idea oh throw her under the bus well, no, I, but yeah. i went with it i liked it uh but anyway your payoff right so okay. they, they get in you know and they're about to arrest the wizard and like they've you know they think they've got him and and uh they send toto in to like take him down and the wizard looks at toto and says i miss the rains down in africa and he just stops. And then, you know, Donnie Yen looks at Carl Urban and goes, you really think I didn't know? Huh? Mm. Fine. Fine. I was trying. Okay, I tried. Sorry. I, I tried to get your payoff, John. That, that doesn't pay off like them getting out of a jam. <sighs> You're right. I'm sorry. Okay. Sorry. Sorry, right, Jay. Oh, what if they're all like, you know, getting attacked by the flying monkeys and then there's like a car driving by that's listening to the song really loud and they're like, you know, classic belting it all out as friends and the dog attacks. Okay. All right. Anyway, better. I mean, you can keep the Donnie Yen knowing the trick thing, too. That's fine. And that's that's a good villain buildup, but that's not a, a <sighs> payoff to. 
What? So, so is, are, are you saying you wouldn't watch my movie now, John? Is that what you're saying? No, I, I we've already established I'm watching your movie because I'm just thoroughly confused yet engrossed at the same time. It's like a train wreck. I don't know quite what's going on, but I can't look away. <laughs> How have I never seen Kenneth Branagh's Much Ado About Nothing? This is an awesome cast. Have you? First of all, how did, no, we don't have time for this. <laughs> but yes, Scott, I agree. How the hell have you not seen that movie? Mr. I love Shakespeare adaptations. I do, I do love Shakespearean adaptations. Wow. If you haven't seen the entire Kenneth Branagh Shakespeare adaptation quadrilogy, you can't make that statement, sir. I can't. Maybe it's a trilogy. I, I don't I, remember how many he's made. I, I'm, I'm ashamed of myself. All right, go put your head down and stand in the corner. <laughs> uh, all right, so give us all a quick recap. Um, Jay. In your urban action, bad boys esque take <laughs> on Wizard of Oz, what's our cast? K uh, nine officer Dorothy Carl Urban, Toto played by I would hopefully want the Belgian Malinois from John Wick Four because that looked like a really well trained dog. I loved that dog. Uh, Tin Man, the mechanic, is Vinnie Jones. Scarecrow, the country boy rookie who has to get street smart, is Jack Quaid. Uh, the lion, the undercover narc, uh, who wears the giant fluffy lion mane collared, uh, like, what do they call that? A three-quarter length that comes down to the knees, like a three-quarter length jacket, uh, sure. Jason Momoa. Uh, the Wicked Witch of the West, the head of the rival drug ring, is Charlize Theron. Captain Glinda is Viola Davis. And the wizard, Donnie Yen. Oh, also... Um, at some point in time, while following the Yellow Brick Road, uh, Gary Busey makes a cameo as a drug addict. <laughs> what? Oh, we're just going to throw a random shit. <laughs> <laughs> the fuck? Uh, Nicolas Cage cameo. shows up in my movie as someone random. Yeah, I'm sorry. I had two cameos. That was my second the cameo. The head of the Winkies is Nicolas Cage in my movie also. So there's that too. Yeah. Well, you know what? The, the, the throw Munchkin, that out there. The Munchkin King is Nicolas Cage in my movie. Oh, you're still that for me. Yeah. <laughs> By the way, the Winkies are the green skin people. It's uh, it's Tommy Lee Jones is the head of the Munchkins in my movie. So what, what, what about that? Yeah, well, Steven yeah. Seagal is the head of the Flying Monkeys in my movie. I'm out. So. As soon as Steven Seagal shows up in your movie, I'm done. <laughs> you have officially lost me, sir. He's uh, not. I was just. I just kept good. Going. You kept don't, going, don't. so I kept going. Okay. Uh, okay. So my dark fantasy take on Wizard of Oz. Uh, we have McKenna Grace as Dorothy, who is our unreliable narrator. This could all be happening. It could all be in her head. She could have a concussion. We're not sure what's going on. We have Doug Jones as the zombie scarecrow who has to consume brains. We have Carl Urban as the clockwork uh, cyborg tin man who has to keep stealing new hearts to keep his body running. We have Ron Perlman as the cursed cowardly lion who knows he's a badass but has to fight against the curse put on him by our late act reveal Glenda the Bad Witch. Uh, we have uh, uh, Kristen Bell as Glenda the Good Witch slash will be revealed to be the villain. We have Christina Ricci as the Wicked Witch of the West, and we have as the ultimate con man, Bruce Campbell is the Wizard of Oz, uh, and the guy at the door is Ted Raimi, because why not? Why not? Exactly. Like it. 
Scott, give us your recap. Well, so, okay. So we've got uh, Dorothy played by Karen Gilliam. And we're, we're talking about a short-haired kind of a punk Karen Gilliam, you know, um, who is thrown through a wormhole uh, into this, this far part of the galaxy uh, where there is a, uh, a, a ship that is uh, 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 being attacked by the flying monkey drones, like like a and stuff. Um, it, it has a crew of three people. She's brought on board by. Excuse me. Well, you have the pilot who is uh, a um, uh, an, an alien who constantly second guesses himself, is constantly asking the computer. You know, to, to double check his, his 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 math and his 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 plotting and everything because he doesn't trust himself. You've got the android Tin Man uh, engineer, uh, uh, at least voiced by Danny DeVito, um, who is constantly, you know, complaining that his joints are freezing up uh, and everything. And he really he has no heart because he just he's he's just an old cranky curmudgeon to everybody. And then you have. The uh, uh, the felinoid uh, alien species uh, female lion uh, who is uh, fastidious for safety and is constantly double checking, you know, any and all emergency equipment and procedures and to make sure everything is is on the up and up. Um, Dorothy is brought on board after she pops in uh, in the middle of this battle by uh, Glinda, the Galactic Logistical Intelligent Navigational Data Analysis System computer on the ship. Yes! <laughs> Love it! <laughs> uh, voiced by Sigourney Weaver, possibly with a, a um, uh, holographic holographic yeah, representation interface uh, and everything. And um, so once they're out of danger, they, they, they figure out that Dorothy's from from Earth and she doesn't belong here and they don't know what to do with her. So they figure this, the, the, the wizard can help. And so they're, they're, they're trying to get to the wizard and they're being pursued by uh, the Wicked Witch of the West, which is a very ominous ship, uh, which you learn they have stolen uh, some material from, commanded by Carl Urban. Um, and they get to, they finally get to the wizard and uh, we find that we, we reveal that it is uh, uh, we, we once we get to the man behind the curtain is revealed as Keanu Reeves. Uh, Karen Gilliam's character figures out that it is her uh, her shipmate uh, that was outside the ship when when they hit the, the, the wormhole and he was uh, his safety tether was was ripped in, in the tremendous forces in the wormhole. And she thought him lost, but he actually just popped into this this part of the galaxy 30 years prior to her so he's been here for a while and the reason we find out the reason that glinda the computer uh which was the ship and the computer were provided by the wizard of course glinda recognized the signature of her ship which is called toto as the same technology that the wizard had when he showed up it it it, it it's similar tech so all right. I dig it, Scott. For making it up on the fly during the show, pretty <laughs> solid. I've heard worse pitches. So, yeah. There we go. Well, there you go, folks. There are three radically different takes on The Wizard of Oz, 
and who we would cast in them. Of course, featuring the man himself, Carl Urban. Tell us which ones you like. Do you have other ideas for casting? Uh, did you have other ideas for casting for our specific pitches? Do you have your own pitch on a Wizard of Oz? Let us know. Uh, until next time, this has been your weekly Nerd Alert. There's no place like my home solar system. <laughs>